Good morning, everybody. And welcome to our youngest little member of Santa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, delicious. <laughs> All right. So where are you looking from? Are you in the personal story perspective? Are you observing? You know, who you think you are sometimes? Sitting there? Or are you deeper? In some kind of stillness, in pure, pure, pure consciousness, pure awareness place, where there's nothing happening. So is your mind making a story about Jack and about the sounds around and about how your body feels? And if that's going on, then you're in story. You're in personal me, myself, I. You're in the suffering place. But if the home of the heater is coming towards you, and you're not going out to grasp it. You've no comment on it. And this Irish accent is coming to meet you. And you've no comment about it. And you're not grasping. Be there. Do you work better for your body, for your brain? And what's unreal will show itself to you. your body relax. Even if the mind is busy, don't take any notes of it. It's just it's just creating an ongoing monologue as it will always do. Just let it be to the side a little bit. It doesn't need your attention. Don't fight. Don't push it away. Just rest. <coughs> something wrong, you've left that place of rest and you've created a belief system, cranked up the story-making mechanism to give you something to give out about. That's, that's how it works. There's nothing independently autonomous that's separate from you. There's nothing that can cause you harm happen to you. But mind can be engaged and it can look like that, but it's not true.
Stay inside, huh? Just stay inside. No matter the story that might present, no matter how addictive, how serious and profound and special the story might appear, it's just garbage, it's just a trick to make your attention leave the stillness and create more moving material. Be done with it, huh? Be done with it. your mind is running the idea of oh this is boring I came here for ABC I should be doing something if these are, this is movie making material also no matter how subtle the story it's a false perception It's your brain creating the idea of separation, the idea of this and that and right and wrong. Even if you think living in the stillness will deny you experiences, that too is a story being believed. And that will become your experience. That you're missing. Missing out on something. mind is very subtle and it has its own agenda which is beautiful while it's working but if you're here you've discovered that it's not good enough you know it does more let the gap between the inner rest and the story making mechanism get bigger Don't be available for a juicy thought to grab your attention. Stay inside. Don't believe it when your mind can convince you that thinking of something lovely or looking forward to something at lunchtime or tonight or next week is juicier than being still. It's not. It's a trick. It's like, here's the candy that's poison inside, but here's the candy. That's all that's happening, always. Always. <clears throat> Don't believe it. Stay inside. Let the world rearrange itself, and it will. 
Because your perspective will be rearranging it. Because it's your perspective that created your external experience in the first place. So whatever level of perception that you are now in, make sure it's a good step away from story. Thoughts come and go, but don't go into them. And wherever your level of perception, go deeper than that. That's the only instruction that you can use internally. Deeper than this. <coughs> Deeper than this. Might feel like an opening. That's all. Anymore would just be me creating another state. And I'm saying, there's the trapdoor to a stateless. Any word is going to just create another state out of it. Wherever you're at, deeper than this. It's like a falling through. Your mind can't create it. You can just use your mind to reject the landing place that you are at. forward to the day when our culture is uh, responsive to <coughs> teaching in silence. Because I would stop talking now. We're getting there. Anytime your attention moves into subject, object, story, sensation, just go, go back to where it's still and silent, deeper than this.
no story, no expectation. All of it is mind. Nothing. Nothing. using a different part of your brain. It comes naturally to some people and not to others. Figure out how it works for you. Can your perception, where you're looking from, can it be outside of all story, but yet somehow there's an understanding of these words coming to you? Those few minutes of silence. Just do a review of yourself. Was story more interesting to you? Or was there an ability to be outside of all of it? If you can figure out what stories, what is the juice that pulls you away from the inner stillness? That's a useful piece of information. Strip the candy off it. <laughs> You're not here to do anything else. You're not here to think about anything, to figure anything out.
There's a freedom in that. So let's see what, what arises when we do open the floor for, for talking and watch to see what happens for you, whether you're up on this chair or whether you're down in the audience. What happens? Do you go right into somebody's story? Do you want to identify with somebody's story? Are you looking to get something out of something? <coughs> All of those phases, you can welcome their demise. <laughs> there really is nothing to get. But you have a bit of wisdom to pick up on the way, you know? But there really is nothing to get. Let that be known. There ultimately is nothing to get. But as long as things have juice, yeah, sure, you'll find that there are things you have to get organized and your life you have to get straightened out. Yeah, that's just some experiencing mechanism that hasn't spun itself out yet. But it will show itself to be nothing. It will show itself to be a trick. perfectly fine and totally natural to trust that you will function adequately in the world when you're looking from the still, silent place all the time. Your mind will tell you the opposite because it's not interested in you seeing through it. But there is an element of trust that's very useful. When you're looking from that deepest place, you will be able to function actually very efficiently. But you've got to go there to figure that out yourself. But it requires a bit of faith. It will require some trust. It's a bit of a jumping off the deep end. It's worth it. here, don't grasp it, don't grasp it, don't grasp it. The most potent way you can use today, or even this morning if that's all you can attend, the most potent way you can do it is keep checking, keep checking. Can I go deeper than this? Can I drop my attention to deeper than this? Can I sink back into the nothingness where everything came out of? Can I drop in there? Can I melt in there? And these are words I'm using, but they're kind of useful signposts. Just dissolve, dissolve into nothing. Keep doing that. That's really the opportunity here. And then we can, you know, play with moving around the furniture because sometimes that's that's where you're at and that's what needs to happen. But if you're sitting in the audience, keep, like there's no juice in this, there's no juice in this. Keep dropping back in. It's like, it's boring, I want to listen, I want to be entertained. You're stuck in storyland, you're stuck in your own storyland. Drop into the nothingness. 
drop into the nothingness. It's not boring. That's your mind telling you a story. It's actually not boring because it's not looking for a distraction. It's not looking for stimulation. That does nothing for the emptiness. It, it doesn't exist then. It doesn't know about stimulation and novelty and excitement, like different language, different territory. Your mind has already crept in when those teasers are at play. So know the difference there. It's time for lunch yet. You know, it's like, stop. Where are you looking from? Where are you looking from? Where are you looking from? Lunch will come when lunch will come. So there's the trust, you know? Drop in. Outside of all of it. It's safe. It's safe here. Experiment with it. Drop in. Melt. Disappear. Dissolve. Everything else is imagined. Everything else is total fabrication on top of nothing. Nothing. Rest in the nothing. It's totally enough. Totally. Unless your mind comes in with some kind of distraction and off we go again. And direction for what to do in your life, it will come. But as long as your mind thinks that it's the one in charge, then you will, you know, feel the weight of having to make changes and having to have to do things. But the direction from deeper within, that's doing all of it. That's doing all of it. But your mind will overlay on top of it. To give you that sense that you're the one making decisions, that you have free will. Get to see how it works. Get to know the the scent of when mind is tricking you. Get to know it. Get to see it before it cranks up a story. Stay in the nothingness. Stay outside of all of it. I call it pure awareness, pure consciousness, love, God, absolute. Prior to concept, prior to consciousness. It doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever is your. Um, signpost, your label for that which is outside of all of it. Go as deep as you can. Stay there. And don't be fooled by the cranking up of a story-making mechanism. That's all it is, a story-making mechanism. There's a freedom when the show is over. There isn't a 
the grief. That's just more show material. It's the epilogue, yeah. the hidden act of the play. It's totally fine and totally, totally ordinary, completely natural and fully human to rest your attention outside of all of it. Your brain might have to adjust a little bit and that happens if you practice it. If your mind says, but this couldn't be it. You know, if it's running that, then that's right. At that moment, you're running that thought. You're running that thought in that moment. So that's not it. Right there, that's not it. Because you're running that thought. Just drop that thought. And another one would sneak along. It's like, drop that one too. These are just thoughts. Deeper than this. So the thoughts can go at the side, but don't go into their story. Don't believe them, don't trust them. Outside of all of it. There's a looseness, there's a softness, there's a freedom. You'd have to look for an issue, you know? It's like an effort to go into any story. If your body wants to fall asleep, that's another mechanism that your brain has of like, oops, don't go there, don't go there. Let's make you really sleepy. Let's make you go to sleep so that you know that opening won't be created. So stay awake. Very simple, actually. It has to be simple because it's natural. So I'm going to try something. <clears throat> Stay where you are. See if you can go deeper than this right now. Where am I looking from? Go deeper than this. Go as deep as you can. When that's stabilized, I want you to 
stand up, only keep your attention inside. I want to introduce a little bit of physical movement to see what happens to you. Stand up and put your arms up in the air. Just give yourself a good stretch, a good stretch, and sit down again and see what has happened. Stay inside. Let's introduce a, a normal external, what could be an external stimuli, stimulant, but it doesn't have to be. So go as deep as you can. Stay in there. Stay in there. Don't be in the future, in even the 30-second future of standing up and stretching. Don't even go there. Stay inside. Mind is very cute, you know. You can use anything. Stay inside. Nothing. Nothing at all. Deeper than that. Let the body stand up and go into a stretch and keep your attention outside of all of it. Play with it a little bit, keep your attention inside. And there's a natural pull to sit down, let that happen again. <clears throat> Outside of all of it and go deeper than that. In the outside of all of it, in that perspective. There is no story at all. You have to engage another part of your mind to register the fact that you stood up and stretched. You might be able to feel that shift of where the story is and where the story couldn't be, where it isn't at all, a place where really, really nothing happened, where there's nothing that can disturb it, be added to it, no history, no experience registers at all. See if you can feel that. That's the development of wisdom. To know the difference between those layers of perception. Where nothing happened. It doesn't know anything about you getting up and stretching. See if you can access that. Stay there. 
home. And that which registers activity in the world is just a toolkit that's essential to making this, you know, a, a life possible. <coughs> it's just part of this body-mind mechanism. But it doesn't touch you as pure consciousness. The outside of all of it doesn't know that the body got up and stretched. They're completely different modes. They might look like they contradict each other, but they don't. That's another piece of wisdom, is understanding how the play of life, of the dream, of this illusion, this creation, call it whatever is comfortable for you, the play of that doesn't touch the foundation of all of it, the depth which is beyond all of it. They actually recognize that they don't meet at all. That you as pure consciousness, you as outside of all of it, there, there is no knowing of a personal life, of anything at all happening. That story can't be there because it's totally complete and outside of story and events and experience. There isn't even enough contrast to bring the memory of something there. That would be too much of a disturbance. Do you see? The outside of all of it doesn't know about this. But you have this capacity, you as pure consciousness, has a knowing of outside of all of it. The body-mind has this capacity to play in this movie. And the two can live together just fine. It's not a neither or. It's not a in in you know in the dream of believing duality and waking up. There isn't a contrast. There is you you as pure consciousness, and if your attention can rest there, job's done. And then the brain and all our other senses and all the other magnificence of a human experience allow a life to be lived. But it's just like shadows flickering on top of this baseline of truth. So it's like you shift, you, you shift where you've invested your, um, your confidence in. You shift your confidence from the story-making mechanism to the outside of all of it. That's truth. I mean, that, that, that resounds in a way that the movie never will. So outside of all of it. Is not touched in any way. Does not know about the movement of your physical phenomenal life. The 
there is no confusion at all between the two. But where does your confidence rest? I'm kind of stuck for a word, but the confidence is the best I can find in the moment. Where, does your conf- where have you invested? Which one do you trust? Which one is your baseline? The mind will say you need trust, you need faith, you need confidence to rest outside of all of it. And the mind will also say it's boring and you'll be half dead and your friends will change and your life will fall apart and it'll run all those garbage too because its interest is to keep you invested in story, to keep the movie going, just out of habit. It's doing what it's wired to do. But it's coming to the end of that phase if you're in satsang. It's wearing thin. There's holes in it. There's gaps. It's not authentic anymore. Let it die out. Let it go into its proper, rightful perspective, position. Outside of all of it, and drop deeper again. Every thought that arises has its own purpose, its own agenda. And it's beautiful in and of itself. But don't believe anything that the mind says. Let your confidence be in the ground that underpins all of it, that doesn't know anything about any thought. doesn't have the capacity to invest in a thought. It actually doesn't. Because a thought doesn't touch it. There is, there is no idea of a thought there. The only idea of a thought has to come from the thinking mechanism itself. It's creating its own reality feel to it. The outside of all of it really is, really is, outside of all of it. And then there's nothing else. There, there's nothing else. Nothing. So there's no absence, there's nothing missing, there's... There's, not, there's nothing. So how could there be, you know, boredom or missing something? It's garbage. It's totally perfectly complete. Because of what it is. Not because of conditions attached to it. There are no conditions. It doesn't even have that much of a contrast within itself where you can put a quantitative or a qualitative mark on it. That's all mind stuff. That's mind's criteria. outside of all of it.
expect it to feel any particular way. When it gets more familiar, it, it, it has its own sweet perfume. But that's just a phenomenon experience. That's when the mind finally decides to bow down to it. Don't worry about that. Don't look for reward. That's too much mind in that. Are you stuck in story now? Go outside of all of it. Go outside of all of it. The people have fallen asleep, actually more than a couple, I think. The mind will do that too. It's just not able to hang out, and the brain isn't able to function when your attention is completely outside of all of itself. So whoops! Going to sleep. It is what it is. No, I'm having a wonderful experience. I'm learning so much, or I'm bored. It's all the same. It's all mind garbage. Don't go near it. Don't go near it. Stay outside of all of it. Stay there. And it becomes effortless. It's like, oh, it's like you, you, you straighten out something that was crumpled always. You know? It's like, oh my God, there's a, oof, there's a loosening. It's quite a few smiles, just small smiles on people's faces. It's funny. So we either go into silence or we go into story. Here's the dualistic realm again, huh? <laughs> So the, what, what must be learned in your own neurology is when there's story happening that you stay outside of all of it 
and that you find a different way to allow participation. You know, it, just to be able to not be completely out of it and in samadhi and needing to disappear into a cave because you've forgotten how to function. I, 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 I spent a long time doing that. It's not necessary. This is the way to, this is our way to integrate it. So let's practice it just for the next half an hour and we'll take some questions. Stay outside of all of it and see if, you know, comprehension of whomever is asking the question and the answer and the dialogue. See if just comprehension can happen, but you stay outside of all of it. You need to learn how to practice that so that you can do your job, so you can talk to your kids, so you can communicate with your family and you, you are operating from outside of all of it. So it's time to practice it. And the moment that you're like, oh, that person is something, that's really interesting. It's like, okay, just know, okay, I've gone into the story of it now because I think there's something I can gain here. Or, I wish we were in silence and we stopped all this talk and it's like, you're gone into story now. Get back out of it now. It's all story, you see? It's all story. The, the content of what your mind says. Don't be interested in the content. It's just mind. See it for what it is. Don't be interested in the content. It's all useless. At this point, it's all useless. Okay, so if anybody would like to come up. The chair is open. Yes. Good morning. I, I have a question and I better ask it now because otherwise you'll stay. Um, I feel that I'm, I'm pretty uh, content with, with my life. Yes. And, uh, and I don't feel that attached to stories. Um, but I work with... Uh, I work with, with women that uh, have suffered from abuse mm -hmm. and, uh, and uh, when I'm with them I can, I, can, uh, I can hear the stories and I can pretty much see the dream, it's very clear, the dream and how, um, how, uh, how much pain the dream brings because of the events that they live in. And this reality, and and uh, and I don't feel that I'm attached to the their stories either. Like I can I can see them, but but what I have found that happens to me is that uh, uh, their pain somehow finds a place within me. Uh huh. Like they're, do you they're, take on their pain, or do you uh, mirror the pain? How how What's the nature of the pain that's in you that originated with them? Um, like I can see their pain. Uh -huh. I can feel their pain. Yeah. And then I notice that even when I'm not there with them, there's something stays with me. Yes. Some of the pain stays with me. Yes. Like I don't, I... Somehow I feel that uh, being with them and... Uh, uh, being really open-hearted with them, 
I, I think that is healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, then I then I stay. Like uh, I really have to have to do a lot of things to to let it go. Yes. But it's it's not the story. It's just the the pain. It's the energy of the pain. It's the energy of the pain. Yeah. That just stays. Yeah. So I don't uh, I don't know what to do with that. Yes. Do you have to do something with it? Does it feel like there's something wrong there, or that it shouldn't be happening, or? It ju- it just feels very different from when I is not present. Like when it's not present, and it's just my own life. Like I I I don't feel that pain. Mm. So I know I know that it it is. Uh, somehow it f- it feels like it's not mine. It feels yeah, like sure. I'm, I'm, I'm just sure. And. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I'm trying to figure out if, if it really matters. Does it really disturb your peace, or does it impact on your health? Does it need to go? Does it really need to go? And why does it need to go if it needs to go? Um, you just feel. It, Let's say that I go in the morning with my own energy and, yeah. and things are fine. But then I come back and, and it feels so different, right? Yes. Like the, the way that I see things when I'm coming back home yes. is different. It's yes. different and, it's, and do you want to get rid of that? So it really feels much better not to have it. <laughs> ah, okay. And, and I'm also thinking, well, am I, uh, am I going in the dream? land with them am I, uh, is that what I'm doing because I know that it's not the stories even if they are disturbing like like I, I see them I, I think that I can see some clarity I have some clarity with the stories but I am feeling like also I'm, uh, am I attaching to to the dreamland with this emotion are you So when, when a woman is telling you her pain, her story, <coughs> what happens? Do you, what happens in your own perspective? Are you still outside of it and there's and a natural compassion flows? Because when you're outside of it, a natural compassion flows, like a divine understanding happens. Mm-hmm. Um, if that happens and you're totally outside of it, you won't pick up anything unless you have physical contact. Do you hug them? I I do. Ah, yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. So there's a couple of different layers there. Number one, you've got to figure out, am I, am, I, am I plugging into their reality? Can I hear it and completely be out of it? And you've, you've got to check that out. It's like, all right, okay, I'm going into work. I'm seeing such and such. I'm going to sto- totally, totally know and be totally, you know, abiding in outside of all of it. Yet you will be present. And see, see if you feel like you're a little bit absent. Feel if you're, if you're disconnected in some way. Mm-hmm. Then you'll know, ah, I definitely was in there. I definitely was 
buying into the storyland. Okay, so that's the first thing to figure out. And that's, that's a real subtle one. You've got to figure that one yourself. I can't see that right now unless I saw you at work. <laughs> so the next one is, energetically, if somebody's near us, we pick up that stuff. Unless our vibration is so high that we, 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 we have nothing in common with it. And what happens then is that the density will either completely reject us or it will melt. If it's ready to break down, it will, it will melt because it's like you're, it's coming close to a fire. The density, the pain level, the belief in the movie because that's what causes the pain in the first place. So, so as it comes close to you, it'll either just start to heal and unfold or there'll be a, oh, and somebody will just be too much in their pain. So it will change how you work. Mm-hmm. It, will, it will change how you work because it's like that person won't want to have seen you or won't have found that you were helpful at all because you didn't enable their story because you were, your gig is to transmute it then, is to totally transform it and heal it and break it open. You see? And that happens when your vibration is, is at a different level to where they're at. Right? But what breaks all the rules is if you physically touch somebody. Because the, the, the cells of the body and the cells of the body and the emotional pain will go between cells and cells, no matter what your vibration is. You'll, 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 you'll pick it up. Hugging will pick it up. Um, so, so to lessen that physical contact, it's worth playing with it to see if you can, if you can, in a hug, if you can find a way of, I don't want to say protecting yourself, but it's the only language that's coming. If you can find a way of like, you know, love is going to, is going to go, but nothing will be taken in. See if you can do that. It's rare. I'm not able to do that. You know, of where, where and I'm not interested in doing it. Do you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's my thing to like, I'll take it and shower it off, you know? So, um, so yeah, if, if you can find a way to do that, but I can't talk from experience of it. But physical touch... There's a reason why, you know, Jesus, when he, you know, after the resurrection, he wouldn't let the apostles touch him. You know, there's like, you touch the feet of the guru and you, it's like only when the guru wants. And there's, you know, certain people prepare the guru's food. And there's all these traditions that are in countries that have protected these teachings for us for so long. There's a little bit of wisdom in it. When you're holding that vibration in the physical body, what do we do when we're in a world where touch and affection is hugely important, hugely important, because we live such complex, isolated lives that touch is just exquisite. It's just so healing. So how do we debate that? And where I stand with it, is it like, no, I'll take it. I'll take it and I'll clear it out of me and it'll just come out of me in some shape or form. In the beginning, I used to vomit after satsang. Not every time, but sometimes it was just like, there was just so much, it's like, whoops, my body would just find that way to throw it off, you know? Now it's nothing as traumatic at all. You know, a shower will usually do it, or a walk in the woods, or an Epsom salts bath, or something like this. 
you know, um, and sometimes it just falls straight off, you know, my clothes come off straight into the washer, gone, it was only on the clothes. Um, yeah, I, I am happy to keep on hiding them. Yes. It's just, it's just, yes. It, I was just wondering, like, uh, oh, is this a trick that I'm, I'm, I'm letting go of uh, my story, I'm feeling pretty happy with myself, and then, then, and then keeping their pain. Yes. Like I was, I was more thinking, am I still in, I'm still in, in yeah. the dream because yeah. now I'm, 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 yeah. ke- I'm keeping their yes. pain. Yes, I don't think so. Uh-huh. I don't think so. But it would be really interesting to go a day without hugging, where you just grab somebody's hand, or you find another way just to play with it. Uh-huh. And when you go home that evening, you'll either be in your own energy or not. And that'll tell you. <clears throat> Hugging is the, the sure way to pick it up. But you've got to clean it out to see if you're picking it up any other way. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so sure. Sure. Thank you so you're welcome. Thank you. Christine, um, I wanted to ask um, a little bit more about uh, attachment. Um, we spoke about it a little bit. Um, I think this a bit closer. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's better. Um, yeah, I was I was asking about attachment and just I think you know you start to get rid of some layers and then you see, oh, there's actually quite a bit more Uh underneath. (laughs) Some are big, some are minor things that you just do every day without thinking. Um, But um, what I think I was able to do was to go back far enough to separate from the mind 
and be able to see it from a distance. Great. And see that's where it all comes from. Yes. It's just there. Yes. It's just there. Yes. So it's a it's this thing that's just happening. Okay, so that's that's a nice thing to see. Yes. And maybe that helps to start to, you know, weaken or, or dissolve. Yes. But I wasn't, I wasn't able to get to the feeling of, you know, the the, the toxicity or the the poison sometimes, and they're just words. But it's those words to, you know, kind of destroy it all. <laughs> and I feel like if I was able to get to that point of being able to do that, well then. I'll, I'll just be in, you know, like an enlightened state already. That that's that's where I would need to be to be able to to completely dissolve attachments. But it, so it feels almost like too big of a, a leap to try to be able to deal with with all of that. Is it? So I guess I'm wondering, you know, is it just a little bit of a process where you can. I don't know, just chip away. The more, the more you can go back and go inside, is this just going to slowly dissolve? Some issues do, and some don't. Some dissolve by themselves simply because there's not enough attention going into them, because you're, you're, you're invested in the deeper place. So... An attachment, something that's sticky, requires total belief in it for it to sustain its magnetism, right? So from that reason, the, for that reason, the more that you're outside of all of it, by virtue of the fact that there isn't enough of your attention going into it, it weakens. <clears throat> that gets rid of some of it, and others you kind of got to unravel, and see what the original hook is. I love that you, you see that, I remember seeing, using imagery like that too, and thinking, it's like a frigging ball of spaghetti. It's like, oh, there's cotton that? You know, it's like a big lump of pasta, gloopy, gooey stuff, you know? And it's like, oh my God, I got cotton that? It's like, wow. You know, when you finally get that distance from the, 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 the crazy loop. Um. So some of them dissolve them on their own. That's fine. The toxicity thing, okay, it's mind saying that too. It's like using mind to annihilate mind there, to see it as poison. So a softer aspect, that mightn't be your style. I'm kind of extreme, you know. So, so it might suit you more to actually see like, I have absolutely no interest whatsoever in engaging in that baloney anymore I'm just not interested in it because there's nothing in it for me if you can see that's a trick of the mind and I'm not interested in it so whatever is the nice part of it you've got to see that that's you being fooled so is the advantage of it still better than the disadvantage of it do you feel like you're being deprived of something? 
You do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's why you want to see it as toxicity. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, a real sticky one. Okay. So then, believing in that sticky idea, believing that you want that, is stopping you from waking up. Is it worth it? Honestly, is it worth it? Honestly. That's what needs to be uh, seen. That's what needs yeah. to be seen. That fine. That yes. Do you want it badly enough? Do you want to wake up badly enough? Is the fire a furnace to wake up? But if you still want to negotiate... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, let, let me do this. Let me go off and do my thing. But when I'm done with that, then I want to be able to come back and have that. Yes. Do you know? It's... Yes. Make me holy, but not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's uh, yeah. It's really... Yeah. That's playing tricks with that's, me. Oh, yeah, that's the mind playing tricks. Mm-hmm. It's like you'd be deprived of... of, of of something wonderful. Yeah. You know, God will take this away from you. Yeah. You know, if, if you wake up. The thing is, in the waking up, you never miss it in the first place because that's the whole point. But at the moment, you're seeing it as something attractive. And if you move even further back, you'd be like, oh my God, you had me. You had me. You really thought that you could give me a beautiful experience. But all the while, it was just a slippery slide down into... Hell. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough one. It is because you want to believe that you've got something to gain there. Yeah. And the fire to wake up isn't strong enough. Right. What can be very useful is, is to run a mantra, make me want it more. It being waking up. Make me want to wake up more. Okay. Make me want it more. Make me want it more. To actually ignite that fire. It's a fire. Yeah. Fire is a good one. Yeah. Okay. That's a place to... Yeah, make me want it more. Yeah, to really get, get it going. Okay. It's like it renews, renews your, your invitation to pure consciousness, to... Yeah. yeah. Brings in a catalyst, you know? Hopefully... New stuff doesn't come up. <laughs> New stuff will come up. It's welcome. Mm. It's welcome. Yeah. Fire. Stoke the fire. Stoke the fire. And like, okay, come on, help me to see through this, this candy-coated thing. I believe it's candy the whole way through. Show me, show me, show me. Uh, yeah, uh, I remember. I remember doing that once, and it was like just, just like a fling. I was, you know, towards the end of the of the Jack story, and it was like, okay, I can go with this guy and dive back in, and you know, will I do it or will I not? And no, 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 not doing. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I've seen through it. I've seen through it, and it's like. After a week or two of like, <laughs> it's like, no, actually, I need to convince myself. No, I need to learn that there is 
an arrogance that doesn't work. There's an arrogance that believes I can play and still stay outside of all of it. I can play. And I wasn't able to play in that area when it came to relationship sex. I wasn't able at that point to play every time I fell in. So it was just like, all right, am I going to, am I going to, you know? I was like, ah, this is arrogance. This is an arrogance believing I can have, have my cake and eat it or whatever the phrase is. You know, I can play here and stay outside of all of it. And I'm like, all right, I'm either being really arrogant or I really have transcended it. And boy, did I get slapped. Boy, did I suffer. To the point of like, I now know I will never again play like that. I want the truth and everything else is toxic. And that's when it became so clear that like, I see you mind, I see you, I see you. And bugger off, I see you. Like, no way, no way am I going to believe anything you say. It's always all toxic. And that clean line in the sand had to come. You know? And then, of course, you know, everything, everything does become clear. And you can play, of course, again. But it's different. How you play is different. Because you, you know it's never going to make you happy. You know it's just, it's just your lifestyle, you know, organizing itself. You don't expect anything from it. You're not invested in it because you know it's empty. So it has to show itself to be empty to you. But for me, it was, it was an arrogance that, that, that it was blowing out. The last layer of it was an arrogance. Yeah, so it can be burning out other things other than just the attachment to that thing. You see? So there can be value in dancing with it. Because it will burn something. It's going to burn you every time you dance with it. Mm-hmm. It will burn you every time. Teach you. Oh yeah, be another teaching and another teaching and another teaching until you're like so done. <laughs> yeah, then you can really feel it. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Then you know. You know. You've seen through all of the mm. the candy coat. You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Make me want it more. Yeah. Turn the burner up, yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Crystal. Yes, Ashley, yes. <laughs> so um, I just want to speak more about what I mentioned last night about what's happening energetically. So I went to uh, Kripalu and it felt like while I was there, like a new level of embodiment happened um, in terms of like, like the different, like 
it feels almost constantly since then like there's like even when you talk like there are these streams of, of light and they before now they have like a weight to them and a texture and I don't know whether I'm going off in delusion or not but like it feels like I constantly am like making like I have to move and kind of receive and integrate them properly and if I'm not in my own experience constantly doing that I get kind of screwed up energetically like my hands are fine now but if when you were talking and if I was just sitting and list like not moving at all my hands swelled so much so like my ring wasn't fitting and I just feels very messy and I don't know whether I'm getting caught in something but once I just start kind of like putting stuff places and not only that it feels like it's and getting it down to the bottom of the earth like I'm channeling some new thing that I accessed at Kripalu and completing some circuit then I feel fine and clear but if not it gets messy and I feel like I'm hooked into things that have different qualities like picking up other things in the room and just like if I'm not being a ninja on my own experience and I feel like I'm just going to keep going with this but I don't know if it's if I'm going down some weird track with this physical experience that it's happening for me. There's more to learn by going down this track than by ignoring it. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's, there's something to learn from both. You can throw it off. But actually, it's... You going, mean what track? The, oh, yeah, track. sorry. Yeah, the track of responding to this light and grounding it and working with it. Okay. There's more to learn by going with it than to throw it off. At one level, of course, it's nothing and it's illusion and we can throw it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. But actually, energetically, those changes, it would be really good to get to, to let, let your cells upgrade as they're trying to right now. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to last a couple of weeks, the integration phase. Okay, and then and then it can just be very rare that it's like, oh God, what's that thing? That's that thing again, you know. It's just a couple of weeks. I I would work with it. I would work with it. Sometimes it's nice to get that turbo boost, and I know I'm kind of promoting integration as we go because that's where we need to go. But but when you get a blast of light like that, there's a there's a resettling phase. Uh, you can do that and live a normal life. You can do that. I wouldn't tell too many people because it sounds nuts, but you need to honor it. You need to honor it. It's, 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 it's yourselves upgrade, taking the upgrade, taking the shift, moving away from a denser vibration. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you like things like which probably has happened already, walking down the street and you notice that people just look at you. It's just like there's just more light. People start looking at you, you know, and it's not because of your makeup. You know, it's like it's well, literally just more light. Things like this will start to happen. Well other you know? weird things like since being back I'm seeing like um repeats that are like almost everyone from my past, like ex boyfriends, or people that look exactly like them. But are clearly not them, and like if and I get instruction, like if I just keep this stream running, yes, I'll clear the karma between that yes. person and it's done. Yes, yes, that's so right. that's like that's an right. example of it, like an internal instructions happening organically. Yes, yes, okay, yes, it's fine, that's fine. Yeah. So so energetically, 
sure, you're burning up ties, old ties that no longer serve you in this new zone. So you're burning up those ties and your mind is putting a story on it that it's karma. Okay. That's what we call it because we need language. Okay. You know? So don't get caught in the story of it. Okay. Do the energy work. Just do the energy work. And your mind, of course, wants cause and effect. Of course it does. But just see that. Yeah, that's my mind putting in an overlay. The thing is that there's some tie here. All right. Shedding. Yeah, because all the stuff that was connected to you that kept you solid in your older frequency is now obsolete, you know? It's great when, it, when, it, when it, a gear shift like that happens, you know? Go with it. There's just a few weeks in it. Okay. Um, and with this gear shift, I know I mentioned this about last night, but like going home last night was like super challenging with Sam. Okay. Like he's all over me and yes, I like of course he is. I don't want this to be on the microphone. <laughs> like Okay. Of I course. Just people are like, attracted to the light. I like new light. Yeah. Which is different for me. Normally like my central experience is much higher right now. Yeah. But like I don't want to have sex with them. Yeah. You know? Like Yeah. <laughs> um so I just like ride this. Yeah. Yeah, if you can, yeah. Um I don't know if I should be like, go stay somewhere else for a little bit. Like I'm finding his, like. Can you, can you, um, if anybody's under 15, block your ears. Can you just kind of service him? <laughs> to totally. But like, yeah. I just, you know what? And actually of all of the people since I've come back, he's the one that I'm least like, he actually, I feel is in support of me in yes, some, in some completely, way, completely. you know, like yeah. he really, yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, I just, my mind runs a bit of a story when I'm like, I don't want to be yeah. picking up, you know, like, yeah. especially with the contact. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But yeah. if you're saying just, you know, whatever, uh, I, I can do that. I would. I would right now. Just, yeah. <laughs> okay. Distract him, you know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because to take his, I know, yeah. I was hoping somebody started laughing. Yes, like, I man. Is it not what we're talking about? Are they all asleep? <laughs> yeah, because to take his energy into you right now isn't going to quite help. What? To take his energy into your body right now isn't really going to help. Do you know? Right, so, but how can I in, do, do that without... Just service him for like five But isn't that days. taking his energy No, it's fine. No, it's fine. But you're saying even a hug is like a trans. Yeah, no, you're fine. He's your sexual partner. It's different. Okay. H how explicit do I have to be here? <laughs> I want a method. <laughs> I'm sure I can figure it out in the moment. Yeah. 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 Redirect. Huh? What? Redirect. Okay. What really works at a time like that mm. is a blowjob. <laughs> that really works very well. Because if you take something in vaginally, it's coming in through your base chakra. It's coming in, it's coming in at, your, at the chakra that's, that's densest. So if we're going to remind your, your densest chakra of another density right now, it's going to keep you back down. It's going, it's going to pull you back down. Right? So I wouldn't have sex in that way intercourse like actual I wouldn't have that right now 
if you can, it's, it'll help you to lift more if you just use your mouth or something else. Okay, so I can engage in that without you seeing the vibration interfering that much. Yeah, don't let him have an orgasm vaginally. That's not, that's, that's, that's going to be the one. That's, that'd be the turning point of you picking up and it interfering with your energy field. But anything else is fine. It's fine. Because he, 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 he's with you on this ride. So it's fine. He's not like a stranger who's going to pull you back down. His, his energy can dance with you. It's just that right now, I'd just like to, for, even for another four or five days, just, just don't take in any more there. Just don't take in any more. Not in your base chakra. Okay. I want you to gain everything you can from this shift for yourself. Mm. Great. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Good. Yeah, sure. Good. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's life too. Yeah, sex is a funny one, you know. There's layers and layers and layers to it. There really are so many layers to it. Like there's two energy fields merging, you know, and it's exquisitely beautiful. But if one energy field is in transition and it's, it's getting a, a serious turbo boost, what's happening right now? She's getting a serious upgrade, an intense speedy upgrade and when when we you know when we get a gift like that it's not the time to compromise and merge with an energy that your energy field can very easily drop down to where it was because that's how you fit together so give yourself the space for your energy field to integrate and find its new level and the relationship will reorganize itself. You'll find a new way to interlock, marry your energy fields. You see? So it's just in that transition, it's like, you just need another five days actually for, for, for that, for that merging of, of energy. And, and you'll be in your new place more stabilized. And, and, and you'll find, oh, oh, we fit together like this now. There's our groove, there's our groove. And you'll find it again, you know? Thankfully, there's ways and means around this in a relationship. <laughs> and then if you're with somebody who doesn't accommodate your energetic shifts and the kind of craziness that appears every now and then, well, got a question if they're right for you in the first place. Yes. We'll go to lunch after this. Would you like to no, not at all, please. No, just after. I wanted to do one more. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Peter. Hi, Peter. Hi. So, thank you, and I have a request of you. Um, everything you've said, I get. 
everything you have uh, instructed and coached, I employ. Yay. Um, I'm not saying that as, you know, hoping to get the gold star. But no, just, but it's great that it makes sense to you and, and, and it's not like way out there. No. It's known to you. It's wonderful. So the request is that there is, independent of what you say and independent of daily practice, conscious practice, and independent of a, com a burning desire for self-knowledge, there remains a stuckness, and that's my confusion. So mm. at once there is a moment of sublime grace, and at the same time, an, a, a crushing, uh, occasional conversation, which I know is a tape, know is a movie. Yes. And yet still can um, have such terrible apparent consequence where there will be times that the body is, you know, tamasic <laughs> uh, or the other side is it's very rajasic. It's always sattvic if you can understand the yes. nuance. Yes. So in other words, I'm always observing yes. or have the capacity yet seem unable to be okay with the, let's say, the depression or the maybe an old tape that arises which is in and around the domain of self-worth. Um, Is it believed, Peter, when the tape runs? What's the believability quality going on? Well, it's a good question. I'll answer the question by something you said last night that went, wow. <laughs> you said something about Ramana, about there being a very painful six days. And it is almost as if I'm there, meaning the tape is, is such an old story. Yeah. I'm so over it, and yeah. yet it does, in particular, I, sorry, I was going to track into story. It, it, it can have still a life, an ember. Um, so there is this suffering that while I might be self-realized, I'm not self-actualized. Yes. So I'm not fully embodying, yes. not fully walking the talk. Yes. May I add one more yes. piece? There is a concern or an anxiety that I, um, in, in some ways I teach this, this work to in, in business and to others. Great. I have had an ongoing concern about my integrity when these patterns continue. Yes. And um, <laughs> there's a part of me who wants to ask for forgiveness, which is part That's of the tape. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and knowing the responsibility of sharing this and, and not always walking the talk is at best upsetting and a concern that if I'm yes. doing damage. Uh, 
Yeah, so there's, there's, there is at once this wonderful, like, I get it, thank you, Jack, especially for the way you articulate it and present it. And yet the jiva continues to go, this fucking life, you're just pushing the fucking boulder up the fucking mountain, yeah. which is another old story, and yes. I've had it on the head, but yes. still seems to, on an energetic level, if I'm using the right term, um, strangle yes. me. Yes. Yes. Does this make sense? Of course. Of course. All right. Thank you. All right. Well done on the integrity, because there's nothing as stinky as an awakening without integrity. But the fact that you are onto there is an absence of integrity here, then integrity is with you, because you're noticing its absence. So you're fine. Okay. You're fine. It's going absolutely clearly the way it needs to go. Thank you. In the highest integrity, because you're on to that. Okay. You know that phrase, first there was a mountain, and then the mountain disappeared, and then there was a mountain again, you know, or chopped wood and carried water, water, and, you know. So the same old story <clears throat> is welcome, but it will have no burning amber. Yes. Okay. So it's fine if those old tapes still run, but they're, they're at the radio in the next room. They don't have a charge. They don't have an emotional feeling. They don't, there's nothing. It's just yakety yak, the mind running an old neurological story, but it's dead. It's dead. It. Like an echo, but, but it, you know. So, so it doesn't need to stop completely. Okay. It feels like your emotional body is where it's, it's hooked in. Something about your emotions are not completely cleaned out. Yeah, makes sense. That's where it is. You have a handle on the intellectual side. You're clear as a bell there. But it's something around the, the hook between the thought and its capacity to crank up its juice from the emotional body. That's where the believability is coming from. It's your emotional body. That's where it's getting its authority. That's the fuel. You've, you've the mind work. You have it. You have it. You, that's very clear for you. Okay. Because, okay, you can be like oh, pushing a boulder up. There's their all thought about pushing the boulder up. And you literally have a laugh at it like. You're not there yet. It's, it comes with a different charge. True. So there is some piece of emotional work that hasn't been cleared out yet. There is some emptying of the emotional bucket because where I want you to be after the emptying is that any emotion passes through, but none of them stick. Yes. None of them stick. It's a free flow. It's, it's, it's like road rage. Road is a great example. It's like jeepers, you jerk for whatever, cutting me off. And it's gone. It's gone. Like, it's gone. Two minutes later, you're, you're still driving and you've completely forgot about that jerk. You don't even know what color car it was. It's gone. Do you know? So that kind of instantaneous with every emotion, with every feeling, it's just passes through, comes, goes, and it has no story, no stickiness at all. There can be sadness that passes through. It's like, whew, there was a wave of something. And you don't even go into what or who or why. Or it all stops. All the labeling of it stops. So the connection between your mind and logic and subject-object and your emotional body is too strong still. 
right? Too strong. Oh, too I strong. see the connection. Yeah. The connection yeah. is too strong. The connection is too strong. So it's like the emotional body can be used by energy to flow through. Sometimes it's a reaction with an explanation and sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's yours having an experience in the moment and sometimes there's no clue at all. Like roaring laughing for no, no reason or tears coming for no reason. Like nothing. And you're not even, your, your mind isn't even alert enough or on it enough to try to notice it, label it, or explain it, or find a cause for it. I mean, that level of freedom for your emotional body, that's where it's going. But it's not freed up. There's some <coughs> bung in there. Binding somewhere. Binding. Yeah. yeah, there's a binding in there. Uh, so to clear out the emotional center, you'll find ways. By Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> a really really good screaming match last Hoffman the Hoffman process a couple of years ago oh okay yeah yeah that's a good one I used the bat well use the bat well <laughs> yeah 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 yes <laughs> the unbreakable bat I I, I um, I've done it a few times I beg your pardon I've done uh, the uh, screaming a few times but they're they're uh, there is some confusion um, <laughs> in that the um, part of the, 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 the spiritual practice has been to embody values of dispassion, of accommodation, of acceptance, and then noticing the emotions that arise. Yes. And in some instances, I've been told that people can't feel me, and I, it's in fact practicing. I'm feeling very deeply but I'm practicing to be of service. Yes. And embody, trusting to embody the, with this passion, acceptance, accommodation, do no injury, do no harm. So maybe I'm suppressing as opposed to observing. I wonder what's going on. There was a non-dual therapist I saw who suggested that she could no longer help <laughs> because this goes into story. Sure. Uh, but I'm not going to go into the story, but she said there's some PTSD. Okay. And that she suggested that I may need to do some work with that. Checking it with other teachers, I said, no, just keep on doing your practice. Right. Right. So I guess there's some confusion. Yeah. As, as, you, as, you, as you sit there and speak, do you know what comes? what's coming to my attention is... Um, I'm thinking that this experience is coming to you, but it hasn't happened yet. Have you ever, um, have you ever experienced or come up against existential fear, like suffering that's of the world, incredible grief that's of the world, and it has absolutely no story? That it's like, it's like you 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 tapped into the source of suffering where it exists, but it's nobody's and it's not connected to story. Uh, the only way to answer that in this moment is to recall a experience in childhood. Yeah. Where, but that is more graphic than I think what you're alluding to. Yeah, because that's an experience. Yes, exactly. That's an experience. There's, there's a frequency. I, I, I'm sorry to be using kind of this jargon, but I'm, I, I, I don't have any other language right now. Um, 
as we step back, you know, we kind of get to see how the mind works. A lot of what we were doing this morning and last night is like seeing the tricks of the mind. So you can see, see it from a wider vista. And as you go back from pure consciousness, you see the building blocks of consciousness itself. Yes. Right? One of the layers there is, is the essence of emotion. It's before it has become story and before it's personified and before it's connected to cause and effect and used by mind. Okay. Right? So, so it's like the birthing of the frequency or the, the birthing, the seed of what becomes emotion. Okay. And a lot of us hit that. Almost all of us hit fear. Just fear. Uh, just, just huge fear. And, and our mind turns it into fear of <clears throat> annihilation. And, you know, that's fine. We hit that. If we don't use the mind, it's just fear itself, not connected to any story. That place of where there is emotion itself without connected to story, I don't think you've accessed that yet because the emotion is still, is your capacity to feel and experience emotion is still being used by mind. Okay. And I want to free it up so that you can find the source of emotion, how, how emotion is created in the first place, prior to mind, prior, 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 prior to any story. Emotion itself, where it's raw. Yes. And I'd love you to, to go into that frequency. So then your system gets kind of aligned with the essence of emotion. Yes. Without it being any way connected to mind. That's what frees up your emotional body. That's the fast forward way. Yes. You can cruise around PTSD and other traumas and, you know, you, you can do that, but it's not, you, you have to do this. You have to do this. I and that'll be actually just a waste of time. At the risk of taking too much time, is we there... Have all the time. Thank you. Is mm -hmm. there a... Um, I, I know that asking, okay, now what? <laughs> or sure. what do I do? Is sure. sort of the booby prize in, in sure. this. At the same time, I'm a bit... Confused yeah. Yeah. about how to. Uh, I call this the, the, sort of the instrument. I don't know how to clear the instrument yes. of that. Yes. Yes. Do you know what might be an interesting place? Where it might be an interesting place to start is like, all right, is there an emotion here? Hmm. Now, can I find where it's not connected to story? Ah. Uh, yes. Okay, good. Yes, even now, yes. Yes. Between us. All right. All right. And outside of us, yeah. Yes. All right. That's the one that, that that's where we go. That's where you go. And let it, finding that um, capacity within you to express it without going into story about it. Hmm. Disconnecting the story-making mechanism, keeping that at bay and allowing the pure emotion to be expressed. Hmm. Feeling it now. Yes. Yes. Uh, Has and, to be allowed. And now. story comes. <laughs> yeah. There might be a story that your mind will attach to it, but okay. I'm after the essence of that emotion. I got it. Thank let's you. Let's not get cast in the story. If you need it. to do it, you need to do it, but that's not. It's only the vehicle to get to the essence of the emotion itself. I hear you. So it's learning how to. Have emotion flow through without story. <coughs> That's what clears it up and brings you to that place of 
um, where emotion has no label at all, where that clear expression is allowed through, and, and it's delightful. Cook, please instruct me. I have a question of consequence, um, but I'm also wary that I might be getting off the emotion that just okay. got birth between us here okay. with you. Um, to it, or maybe there's unnecessary words. At once, while ha having that emotion, there is this thought that I'm about to get whacked. That it's... <laughs> so I don't want to put any more words to that, because yes. that invests in story. Yes. So I'm just reporting. Yes. It's quite likely that your mind is setting up a consequence to keep its... Uh, to give you a, a, the consequence will be the believed story so that you will keep your attachment Understood. to the mind while you're doing this work. Thank you. Then the, what, we, what I just learned from you becomes now a daily practice where there is time to observe, listen for whatever the emotional content is. Yes. And then sit in that. Yes. And ex give rise to that or express that. Yes. Is that a... And f f learn the skill of doing it, of being with the emotion and allowing it to do whatever it wants to do without any labeling. Okay. Any cons consequences labeling? All stories labeling. All of it. Emotion only. That's what's trying to come through. To put a, to put a story on it, the... the which is not an insistence of the ego, but I guess it's seeking clarification. Okay. There is a, a seems to be a paradigm or something operating that uh, it, this is hiding my light under the bushel, to borrow from yes. the Bible. It has that feeling that yes. I can't come out and say this, this is who I am and this is my contribution because of that. Yes. Would that be a fair That's observation? True. That's true. So it's serving you well. It's held you back until you were ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome, very Peter. Much. You're very welcome. Sure. Okay, yeah, I'm not. Okay, folks. Let's do lunch.